S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause Sandy Wisses are ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Oh, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. You know what I mean? We are all out here having a good time. I don't know about you guys, but we had a wonderful evening show last night. Had a lot to talk about. We we got into some really deep stuff, so I'm really thankful that uh, people were able to be a part of the discussion last night. Um, and also, I put out another video pretty much right after that show uh, talking about some entertainment news because, you know, here it is. I was I was talking about this on the show uh, last night, right before we we signed off. And here's the thing: sometimes you need to play. Sometimes you need to talk a little bit of popcorn. Sometimes you need a little bit of candy in the middle of this crazy seven thousand course meal of crazy news and bad news. Anything that covers the the Rona to to racism, to Black Lives Matter movement, to Karens, to all this stuff. So sometimes on this page, I'm not sitting here trying to justify anything because I haven't had any, anybody complain about the content I put out by myself. But just saying out loud, sometimes you need to, you need to talk about stuff that just makes you laugh a little bit or that's a little bit lighter, that isn't as serious all the time. So I did exactly that last night. I put out a video about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith's open relationship and how there is a an interview with this R&B artist, um, recording artist, uh, August Alsina, and how he was basically Jada Pinkett Smith's side D for a number of years and it just recently ended oh look at that look at that look on uh, on jack's face of surprise yeah so yeah wow hollywood hollywood couples are are have open relationships get out of here hell yeah they do hell yeah what else is new but anyway like i said not every video i'm going to be doing on this channel is going to be all about Karens and Black Lives Matter and racism and the Rona. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yesterday, it was really nice to just talk about something completely different. I'm not kidding you. As soon as I got done with the show, I opened up my phone and here's the new stuff. Something completely different. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Something so different to talk about other than the Rona and BLM, I am so thankful for this mo moment right now. So thankful. So I jumped in on it and I just num, 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 num. You know what I mean? Like a bag of Twizzlers. I just devoured that ish. Um, and it felt really, really good. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you just need to have a little bit of fun, right? So anyway, good morning to everybody. I hope you guys are all having a good one. Uh, and of course, my fellas, the fellas are here. Tommy boy, Jackie, Wataguan, how y'all doing? Hey, hey. Hey, doing all right? Good morning. Good morning to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's interesting to hear, though. I mean, yeah, Hollywood. Um, right? 
I, I didn't see that stream last night talking about that, so that's uh, pretty not unbelievable. <laughs> like I said, you, you, you yeah. and I said it in the video, and go check it out, please. Go take take the time to check it out because it was fun. It's a little bit more light. We we it, it is opened up for discussions, so definitely comment down below when you do watch the video, or if you do. Take the time to go take a look at that video. Uh, and like I said, it's it's more it's more dessert rather than just a full 7,000 course meal like we've been dealing with for the past three, four months now. Um, but other than that, um, it's funny when I, like what I said in the video, it's funny when you hear these rumors about celebrities and then when you hit, you hear these stories about celebrities all day or day. And you go, no, that can't be true. And then only to find out that that ish is true. There has been <laughs> stories about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith having an open relationship for the longest time. That they're swingers, that they have huge orgies in their house, like huge sex parties. I mean, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not sitting here saying that this is, I'm not sitting here saying that just because they, ha they have an open relationship means that they are having sex parties in their house, but the open relationship part is true. So what else could be true? Yeah, the kids, all their kids? Oh, the, those are definitely their kids, without a shadow of a doubt. Those are, their, okay. those are their children. But at the same time, you see what I'm saying? Anyway, you know, mm. just interesting Hollywood gossip. It was just nice right. to talk about something completely different. It's not really gossip. It was actually con confirmed. <laughs> so he was on a radio show, August Alsina. He was on a he was getting interviewed by Angela Yee. I mean, that's a, a reliable source. You feel me? And he said, yeah, I was in a romantic relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. Will Smith gave me the go ahead, gave me the, the blessing. I'm like, bruh, that's crazy. All right, then. I mean, shoot, you know, some people don't believe in the nuclear uh, in the nuclear family. You know what I mean? Um and some people do, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, I mean, you know, for a fact, Will Smith getting it in with all of his lead, leading ladies. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. He's had his Independence Day. Oh, dear God. <laughs> He's a bad boy for life. He's been getting jiggy with it for a long time. It's like the wild, wild west out there. Yeah, uh, yeah he's been doing it Willie style. Ooh, big Willie style. Yeah. Big Willie style. Thank you. That's what it was. Big Willie style. See what I'm saying? We could do we could do jokes all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Should we anyway. keep going? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, and, and like I said, maybe he wasn't allowed to do this earlier because parents just don't understand. Deep cut. You're welcome. Mm. You don't remember. I'll tell you song, what, this conversation you? is just a nightmare on my street. <laughs> 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 thank you yes thank you oh god that was such a terrible song <laughs> we would play it all the time you know what i'm saying we would play it like it was going out of style man till that tape deck just and then you pull it out and it's like a bundle of just tape and you're like why i spent 14.99 on this man so somebody give me a number two pencil You know what I mean? Nobody? Nobody? Yeah. Nobody remember Oh, I that? had that on record. 
Oh, you oh, oh look at you. Ooh. Oh yeah. You had that, that, that on vinyl. Plenty of spins on the old Fisher Price. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Look at you. You rebel. Were you spinning too? Were you one of those dudes doing this stuff? You know, just nope. Wicked. No, I was. Uh, I think nope. probably roller skating in the basement to it. Probably was roller skating in the uh, basement to it. Wow, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can imagine just. No, I don't. I, I think they were like black leather. I think. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, kind of like a fresh prince. Uh, I was gonna say, yes. you know, you just took that. <laughs> Sharing is definitely caring, though. You know what I mean? And also, there's also people who are out there that sit there and say, like, "All right, well, obviously, there's some, somebody made a comment saying uh, it's cheaper to keep her." Mm. That's kind of savage. That's that's a little that's sexist. True. That's a little sexist, but at the same time, you know. It's kind of like, all right, maybe that's on both ends. You yeah. know, maybe their prenups are putting them in a situation where, you know, can't do mm. anything about it. So I will. Just the two of us and the two of them. <laughs> we can make it if we try. I was going to say, we could definitely make it if we try. <laughs> but that song's to his son. So that's not, that's not yeah. true. That ain't gangsta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hit the pause button on this. Anyway, moving on. There we go. Hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day. A wonderful, uh, hope you had a, a wonderful evening. And uh, Malia, our, our friend in Australia, hope you're having a good evening down Nanda. Um, and everybody else who's watching around the world, hopefully you guys are enjoying your evenings, your afternoons, your mornings, whatever you are are doing in whatever time zone you are in watching this show right through here anyway moving on we definitely got to go into some of these uh top chopic top chop <laughs> see what i did there top topics because uh yeah one of the things is going down uh we just talked about a little bit about things that were going on in chop or aka the Chaz or the Chaz aka the chop or chop aka not going to be here anymore spot type of thing so there's some breaking news uh the ch chop is actually in the middle in the process of being cleared right now as we speak tommy boy's got the story come on tommy boy speak on it yeah, Reuters is reporting that Seattle police are working to clear out uh, the CHOP protest zone um, after several shootings and the deaths of two teenagers. Uh, the move came after Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin declared the gathering of people in, the, in and around the police department's East Precinct and Cal Anderson Park an unlawful assembly. Mm. Um, yeah. The way said, as I have said, and I will say again, I support peaceful demonstrations, but enough is enough. Hmm. So, so, so the mayor said it was an unlawful, what again? Uh, unlawful assembly. Unlawful assembly. Uh, so let me ask you this, uh, and, or let me just say this out loud. Why didn't she say this before? Why now? Well, I think, well, this was before she's responding to the murders, I think. Um, no, no. I the understand. first few days of it, there weren't murders. There, there are now multiple murders happening. No, no, I I understand that, but now it's become unlawful assembly. Now, not when they got all together 
and started doing whatever they were doing in Chop, doing their own version of Lord of the Flies. You know what I'm saying? What's another mm-hmm. What's another movie with the kids get together and all the chaos happens? Uh, I'm forgetting right now, but you know what Lord I'm saying. Lord of the Flies 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yes. You know what I mean? And they're just popping and locking and putting <laughs> pigs' heads on sticks while they're doing the robot and the worm and stuff. You know what I mean? Breaking. Nobody. Anyway, moving on. Um, so the thing is, is that, um, <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, is that my only argument here is that, yes, I understand. Maybe she just wanted to sit back and just kind of go, okay, let's see what goes down. I'm just going to see what goes down today for a couple weeks. But at the same time, I always wonder why it took her so damn long to jump into it and finally say, okay, yeah, we now it's unlawful assembly. Now it's unlawful. Now that there are two people that have died, two young men, if I'm correct, that have died. One has been injured. It just doesn't make sense to me. You know, now don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that um, what, why I'm not sitting here bashing the reasons why they were put together or why they were there. Um, not at all. Uh, but I'm bashing at the fact that it's taken so damn long to do something, to make some sort of result happen. P- people had to die before the mayor actually had to step up and do something about it. And I, I think that's a little lackluster in my personal opinion, you know? Tom? What? Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, I don't agree with you. I think the first few okay. days of the chop were fine. I think once the murder started, yeah, it should be shut down. But first, no, I, I think the early days of the chop were a good thing. First few days. I agree. First few days. But when they start going and sitting there saying, oh, we have all these demands. We must need all. We must have all these things. But then there's all this chaos, this chaos that's happening within the chop. I mean, you can't tell me that 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 situation or chop was 110% safe all, the entire time. Maybe the first few days. Sure. I'll give you a first few days. Absolutely. At first, when they did that, I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. But then when you start hearing all the stuff that's going on in, in there, you start going, okay, this is, this is getting a little ridiculous. Personally, right. you know, then people die. See, at first it was just peaceful. Then it starts getting weird and then somebody dies. Now, when it starts getting weird, that's when I'm like, "Mm, ish should have happened. Ish should have happened when things started getting weird. No one needed to die. They didn't have to wait until people perish. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see um, when they do clear it, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, when the police go in there, cause there are armed people in there that don't want to leave. So it's a difficult situation. I'm glad I'm not the Seattle mayor cause it would be kind of difficult to resolve. Um, right. but I don't know. I, I think it's time for it to be shut down now. I mean, people are obviously, you know, people are getting killed. I think it's attracting people that are, are looking for a lawless society so they can, you know, act like jerks. Of course. But I, I think in the early days, I think it was a good thing. And they set up demands uh, for Seattle to follow. Um, 
And, you know, while all that was going on, President Trump was said, send in the police with pepper spray and batons and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that that would have been the right decision either. Um, my hope is, is that the people that originally set up the chop are able to have some of their demands met so they don't feel like they're walking away with nothing. Because if that's the case, this is all just going to happen again. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's time for it to be shut down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I, you know, it's like, I think it's been long overdue for the place to be shut down in, in my personal OP young, you know what I mean? Um, I think that, um, you know, th- I think this is the, one of the times that I will be more on the side of <sighs> the assembly happened Yes, for a few days, it it, it was like it, it looked like a cool thing, but yeah, I think it it the 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 stay was too long. It, it it's like somebody it's like it's like that moment where you got people who come in. It's funny, Chris Chris LaRose just said it kind of kind of in the same way I was thinking in my head. It's like you know, it's like you have a house party, mm-hmm. and everybody's over at the house party. Everyone's kicking it. Everyone's having a good old time, but then the liquor comes out then the it's like then the the hot dam or the fireball gets broken out you know what i'm saying and next thing you know everyone's doing shots of fireball and next thing you know everything goes from zero to a hundred real quick and next thing you know you're going from your friends who are you're going hi i'm happy everybody's here we're having the greatest time ever aren't we and then all of a sudden somebody smashes the 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 family vase or or breaks a window, or suddenly there's a a a fight that breaks out between between two people, and then you got to go. Okay, everybody out, and it's like, well, maybe the the everyone out should have happened when the fireball bottle of fireball got pulled out. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. You know, it's like, oh, well, oh, here comes the cocaine. All right, no, no, no. See what I'm saying? Instead of Let's just sit back and see what happens. That's kind of what the mayor did. It's like, I'm just going to sit back. We're going to see what goes down. You know what I'm saying? It's just cocaine. People do it from time to time. It's no it's no problem. And then all of a sudden, everybody gets crazy. Oh, yeah, I, I knew this was going to happen. If you knew it was going to happen, you should have just shut it down earlier. Maybe in not a violent way. You maybe try to find a way to do it as nonviolent as possible. But at the same time, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> point for Pascal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> point for Pascal. No, okay. I get the point. No, I'm just, I, I'm just playing with you, Tom. Go ahead. I agree. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's only been in the last 10 days that there's been gunfire and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, I think now's the time to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting killed. But I would say before the gunfire and stuff started, I, 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 I thought it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. I started attracting people or people are getting frustrated, but whatever it is, it needs to be shut down because people are getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it's about that time. Long overdue, long overdue for sure. Way overdue for that to happen. Um, we've got you back, Jack. Yeah. I don't know okay. what happened there. Skype just forced quit on me and then wouldn't restart. Yeah, it, it's it's all, all good. Right. Sounds like somebody needs a new computer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, people can donate in the uh, chat. 
yeah, uh, please. area through Top Chat and get us all new computers. Yeah, why not? Please. <laughs> holla, at your, holla at your boy. You know what I mean? We'd appreciate it. Anyway, um, Quattrell on Periscope just said, so a three-year-old boy was killed in Chicago a few days ago. No pre- protest or rioting. Wonder why. You know, that's very uh, interesting information. I didn't even know about it myself. You know, so this is me reading this, and this is news to me as we speak. I'm sure. Was the three-year-old shot by police? I, I, that's a good question, Quatrell. Please comment on on Periscope. Let us know because we'd love to know a little bit more about that. You know, because um, that's information that I'd love to know for sure. Um, but yes, Chop right now, and and they're like literally, are they literally flushing everybody out right now? Um, as we speak, or are they uh, I on think the they're move? getting cops ready for it. It sounds like, um, I mean, it sounds like the police are preparing for it. Um, and this is all kind of breaking news out of Reuters and AP this morning. So, gotcha. um, it's kind of de- a, a developing situation. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay. Well. Keep the comments going down below. We're going to go on to the next topic for today. Um, Well, it's part of our top news as well. We're just going to jump right into it because uh, this is something interesting. Now, Terry Crews. Oh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. You know, Terry Crews has been in and out of, like, the entertainment news as of late because of a lot of different things. Not only because of things with America's Got Talent, the, the, the drama that's been going on, that's been brewing over on that end. Um, but he was just recently on, uh, you know, he's been trending on Twitter like crazy over the past few weeks uh, because of his statements and because of his comments that he puts on Twitter, on the twits, about Black Lives Matter. And <clears throat> before we get into that, a little backstory. So... Terry Crews was hired onto America's Got Talent. At the same time that he was getting hired onto the show, Gabrielle Union gets let go from, or actually, if I'm correct, I think they overlapped each other. So he was already on the show already. Um, but as they're getting ready, as they're gearing up for a new season, for like the 15 millionth season, I feel like they have 17 seasons in one year. But anyway, I digress. They announced that they're letting go of Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union goes to Twitter, goes to the public, goes to the news and says, they were, are, are firing me because I made, a, a, made uh, you know, I was very upset about how they were um, uh, treating me. Uh, they were asking me to soften up my look. Some of my looks were too black. In their personal opinion, they wanted things to be more, uh, you know, catering to a white demographic, et cetera, et cetera. This goes out on on Twitter, goes out into black Twitter, goes out to the news. It's all over the place. This is no this is not new news to anybody right now. Right. So everybody turns to Terry Crews because he's the other guy. He's the other black guy in front of the camera on that show. And he says nothing about it. He doesn't stand up for her. He doesn't say anything. He just says nothing at all. He goes on to the view. He goes on to other things, and he 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 tries to put out his plea, um, but it makes him sound really 
trained. Um, and it sounds like a man who doesn't want to lose the bags to support his fellow co-host, his fellow sister, the whole nine. So moving on, Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement is happening. It's, it's, it's doing its thing. And Terry Crews goes on to Twitter and basically says something along the lines of, uh, we don't want white supremacy like white people need to come to, together with us so this this doesn't does not turn into black supremacy now of course this is getting retweeted everyone's like the hell are you talking about this is the most ridiculous tweet I've, we've ever heard so now and he's been under fire for this so <laughs> BET awards were this past weekend he is nowhere seen he is nowhere to be found at the BET awards in fact the host of the show Amanda Seals made a comment about how he wasn't there. Uh, basically along the lines of like, oh, well, Terry Crews isn't here. I wonder why. Mm -hmm. um, so he basically says later on that he was not even, he wasn't even invited to the BET Awards, AKA brother lost his black card. I'll just say that. So he goes on to Twitter and he tweets, and I'm going to read what he tweeted. Oh, my God. See, now, in the very beginning, this is the thing. He's, he's the type of, type of guy where he starts off pretty decent, and you're like, okay, yeah, brother. And then he turns into just like, it turns into just birdshot. You don't know where he's going. You don't know what he's talking about. It is all over the place. So this is the tweet. If you're a child of God, you are, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. Not bad, right? Not bad. But wait, there's more. Same tweet, by the way. Okay, so it's a continued thought. We must ensure Black Lives Matter, hashtag Black Lives Matter, doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Let me repeat that one more time. We must ensure that hashtag Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into hashtag Black Lives Better. Initial thoughts, guys. I would love to hear what your initial <clears throat> thoughts are on this particular tweet. Um... I don't know that, that seems like a backup of his black supremacy type of statement, right? So mm -hmm. saying like if because he had a further on, um, I think he had an additional thing that he put in context. Uh, he said, "I was not saying black su supremacy exists because it doesn't. I'm saying if both black and whites don't continue to work together, bad attitudes and resentments can create a dangerous self righteousness. That's all. But you know, it's um." Yeah. He defended his other remarks saying equality is the truth, like it or not, we were all in this together. And so I, mean, I guess he's trying to keep an eye on a large picture of everything going on and looking at the you know, the forest instead of the trees. Whereas right now everyone's kind of focused on making sure that every tree's treated equal. So uh, whereas he's just kind of jumping the gun a little bit and is having this like fear of what the now there's equality and all of a sudden that 
topples over to one race continuing to it, like if you gain ground in one spot worrying that it's going to happen and continue on to where one race is no longer equal again like it's just a, a different balancing system um I, I don't i don't know i don't i don't understand his his thought pattern there i think it's you know kind of distracting from the current point it's like you know the one girl bringing up about you know black lives matter but you know remember the oceans and uh the factory plants and everything else it's like well you know it's you're distracting from the current conversation which is a very important conversation mm-hmm. and you're trying to you know be all i don't know it seems like he's trying to be philosophical um hmm yeah tom what do you think i mean i think i don't really get where he's seeing the anybody that's pushing black supremacy right now it, it seems like these are pretty focused protests that are addressing police brutality and systemic racism and there have been poll after poll after poll showing that the Black Lives Matter movement is bringing in more white people. I think uh, there was a poll we were talking about last week from the Associated Press that showed that from like 2015 or 2016 until now, um, white people are like 17 to 20 percent more likely to be sympathetic towards the movement. So, I mean, I think it is a big tent movement and I, I don't know. I don't know where he's seeing the black supremacy argument from it. I, I just don't see that happening. So, yeah, I, it doesn't make much sense to me. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you guys. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's coming out of left field in a way. Um, personally, that's what I think. Number, The second thing I would say is um, Terry Crews needs to shut his mouth. Like, I, I think he, what he needs to do is he just needs to put the phone down and walk away. These are the moments when you start wondering if Twitter could ever come up with a bot or a situation, like little little uh, program where they can sit there and say, hey, like 30 seconds after they post it, they can come back and go, you sure you want to post that? Just a little bit of a reminder, you know, so that they can go back a minute later or so and just look at it. No, I'm good on it. I confirm it. Beep. Something like that. Now, the thing is, is the black supremacy conversation was something that was just ridiculous and unnecessary. And I understand in a way his intent, but it's coming off extremely wrong. Then he turns into black, this whole hashtag black lives better. Let me say something about black lives better. If it was black lives better then we, that would be great. I would love that. That mean better, better life for all of us, a better life for, for the black community. That would be less, you know, less to no police brutality. There would be no systemic racism. Sure. I'm so down for a better life for all of our black lives. Absolutely. I'm so down for that. Please make that happen. Let it rain on me, please. That would be dope as hell. But what he is saying is him trying to secure the bags that's the only reason why he's making those tweets that's all he cares about he ain't worried about nothing except his monies he wants to make sure that he does not get fired from america's got talent because look at it if you've seen america's got talent recently which you know just so you know i have they completely the entire panel of judges 
There's not one black person on there. There's no diversity on there at all whatsoever. They switched out Nick Cannon and gave Terry Crews the job. He is just as, as expendable as Gabrielle Union. He's trying to secure the bags. He is worried about losing that gig. And I guarantee you that gig is freaking delicious with money. I guarantee you that. So he is scared of being pro-black right now. That's what I think. Because he thinks that if I go pro-black, if I go and say, put the black fist up, say black lives matter all day long, I'm going to lose this job and I need this job. Not like, you know, it's not like he has any other gigs right now, at least as far as I know. He hosts, he hosts, but this is the biggest host job right now there is, for him at least. Because America's got talent. You know what I'm saying? The, one of the biggest shows on TV right now. One of the biggest talent shows on TV. So, hell yeah, he is trying to secure the bags, y'all. That's all he cares about. That's all he cares about. But there's no reason for him to say that stupid stuff because here it is. As soon as you say those stupid things, you are going to lose a particular demographic. Hey, the demographic in which you've been a part of since you were born, yo. That are still eating up your shows. Still eating up movies like White Chicks that you're in. Just saying. Black Lives Better is the worst thing you could put out there, bruh. Especially right after you said black supremacy. You were literally trying so hard not to lose Damani's. And that's really, really sad. I think you can have your statements or where you stand on a social level and not lose your job. Especially in this climate right now. Shoot. You could be you could be leaning towards the Black Lives Matter movement even more. If you lost your job because of that, the Black Lives Matter movement would implode. So you're safe, bruh. You're safe. Say what you need to say. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that a John Mayer song? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Say what you mean to say. Just say it, man. Just get it out the way, bruh. That's the stupid. Anyway, he needs to just quit from Twitter and shut the hell up. But it's a damn shame that, you know, even now the black community doesn't really rock with him anymore, you know, and, 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 and he was somebody I really, you know, he's a he's a an actor I really do enjoy for the most part. But when you start getting more concerned about the money Instead of backing your own people, yeah, the people are going to talk back. That's what I think, man. Makes sense. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can still see a white chicks too in the future. Is it not anytime soon? Not anytime soon, bro. <clears throat> nah, and actually, in in light of everything that's going on now, blackface brown face any of those things i don't think any black actors are going to be doing white face anytime anytime soon because i think that if they do i think that if any actor ends up doing something like that 
the world would be up in arms. They'd be like, see? So if Jimmy Kimmel's losing his job and Jimmy Fallon's getting in trouble for it, why aren't these guys getting in trouble for it too? If they, if they can't do blackface, then they can't do whiteface. You see what I'm saying? It would just be an ongoing fight. So I don't know if they're going to be doing a, a white chicks too anytime soon, even though people love that ish. People loved that that movie. I thought that movie was pretty funny the first time I saw it. After you see it like the 15 millionth time, it's not as funny anymore. But at the same time, I thought it was funny when I first saw it. Real talk. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was good in the theater. It was, uh, you know, one of those things where I, I don't remember growing up and never really seen that full scale of, of I guess, a white body. And uh, being performed, and I don't know. I, I thought overall uh, the movie was pretty funny. Those everybody in the the cast is hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know, you mix them together in any movie, I think they would do well. Very very talented cast. Very talented cast. You know, but let, let's drag it. Let's click and drag ourselves over to the other the the America's America's Got Talent uh, cast. Uh, let me just let me say this um, real quick. They took they took out Gabrielle Union and they brought in Sophia Sophia Vergara. Okay, now don't get me wrong, very talented woman, beautiful woman, Latina. So she speaks. She so she uh, she's there for a a, 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 di a different demographic. You know, she spans the 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 Latin community as well as the white community. You know, she's got the the hair and all that all that stuff, right? And you still have <clears throat> Simon Cowell. You have, what's his name? Howie Mandel. And you still have Heidi Klum. Very, very Caucasian panel. If you really think about it, very Caucasian. Here it is. Sofia Vergara is on one of the, was on one of the biggest sitcoms out there, Modern Family. Modern Family it was a huge show for in the white demographic. It was a huge show, popular show. So, of course, she leans towards more of the, let's just say, European, Caucasian demographic. Gabrielle Union and, you know, we I guess we were hoping for Terry Crews. Gabrielle Union and, and Terry Crews were, to, were supposed to bring more of the black audience. Or as they would say, the urban demographic. Now you got rid of Gabrielle Union. She says, hey guys, you guys are out here telling me I can't wear my hairstyles in certain ways. Can't wear an afro, can't do braids, can't do any of these, any of these sorts. Because it, it doesn't ap appeal to the demographic that you guys are trying to reach out to. So they get rid of her and they bring in Sofia Vergara. Do you see what I'm go going at? Do you see what angle I'm going at, fellas? Mm-hmm. You know. Sofia Vergara, you know, she still looks like if she didn't speak, she didn't have the accent, she still has a very European Caucasian look. She doesn't look like, I, I feel like somebody said this, She, you know, if I don't know where she is from, like where she physically is from, where she was born and raised. But it, you see what I'm saying is it's, she still has very European features, very Caucasian features. 
So they brought her in. And of course, she's Sofia Vergara. So she already has that crossover appeal. So you see what I'm saying? So they just kind of. But imagine if she was to wear any type of traditional garb, any type of traditional hairstyles, anything that would be representing her culture other than just being other than just doing what like the American look, let's just say. Would she get fired from her job? Okay, would she get fired from her job? That's the question I ask for you guys. I, I was asking you guys, but you guys. No, I thought responding. it was rhetorical. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. really hard to tell when you're being rhetorical. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Every time I answer and you're like, that was rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my bad. But anyway, no, 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 seriously. That's, that's the question. That is a question. Uh-huh. So I'm throwing it out to uh, you guys. I, I mean, she probably wouldn't. I mean, honestly, I mean, it wouldn't, she is, uh, you know, she's been taking a role on and some major shows and people seem to, I don't know, gravitate towards her a little bit more. And she's got that, like, um, I don't know if it's a non, it would be non-white or non-black. It's more of a, an appeal that, you know, to a, all, overall people that doesn't like divide people, I guess, as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they probably chose her, obviously. I mean, it's a, you know, oh, here's the modern family chick and here she's, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything that, I mean, even if she like put her hair into like cornrows, like I imagine she'd come out and oh, probably, God. like didn't Julianne Huff do that? Um, oh yeah. And but- she was on, was she on Dancing with the Stars, Judge? Dan- or yeah, she was Dancing with the Stars. Um, and I, but I, she didn't I, get canceled. No, but then of course everybody would sit here and say, "Oh, she's culturally appropri- appropriating." Now, now, I mean, and, and mm-hmm. you know, if you gotta, you gotta realize that if Heidi Klum came out with cornrows, let's just say cornrow braids on America's Got Talent, you know for a fact. Gabrielle Union would be tweeting about this and making a, a making a fuss, understandably, because if it's on her, it's just a it's just a cute look. But if but if Gabrielle Union does it, it's too black. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's I mean, it's definitely double standards. I mean, absolutely. It's stupid double standards. Uh, we do have a comment. Enemy Nation just said you said you said TC don't want to lose the monies. But then you tell uh, him to shut the, shut the hell up because he will lose fans that watch his show. How does that work? No, I wasn't saying uh, losing fans that watch his show. I was saying l- losing fans that watch him in general, that consume his content outside of uh, America's Got Talent. You see what I'm saying? That's why he wasn't at the BET Awards. Because I would assume that he has a predominantly black following. I'm sure he's, uh, of course, he's now crossing over because of being on America's Got Talent, of course. But he's got to shut the hell up so he can continue to secure the bags or say something in support of the the movement rather than being fearful of losing the monies. Because when he starts saying something, and because he's trying to be, it's like he's teetering on the fence. He's literally like sitting on the fence and he's just, it's kind of like, get on one side, man, pick a side. Cause right now you sound 
really off and you sound you're like contradicting your, your own words within one sentence. It doesn't make sense. And, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot. For sure. So that's what I'm trying to say. Not I just want to note. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I mean, I just want to note Sofia Vergara. I mean, she's Colombian and she claims that she's a natural blonde. So she's I mean, I think most people, when they think of Latinas, they think of dark hair. So if anything, she's actually making herself look more, at least, you know, the way we think of it, stereotypically Latina then, you know, her natural blonde hair might lead on, which raises a question like if if she's able to darken her hair to look more Latino, why are people wearing traditionally black hairstyles so threatening? Why is it so threatening for someone to rock an afro? Why why are, why in the year 2020 are we still worried about someone rocking cornrows or, you know, an afro? No no other cultural hairstyle is 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 held to that same standard where it's like, oh, you look too Latina, you look too Asian, you look too white, you look too that. It's only black hair that gets that kind of hate. That's true. I mean, it, it, uh, do the judges or the people that own the show see that as a distraction? Is that like, oh, you can't be on the panel with an afro because then people will just be paying attention to you. And that's, but it's purely a like personal preference thing that they would be imposing on. That means that they're they're afraid of it, or they're you know it it bothers them in some way. Like, and I don't think it's the general public's view. Yeah, you know, Mm-mm. it's. I don't think people see it like that anymore. At least, you know, maybe back during the time that. I mean, even maybe now. You know, the, just like, you know, the civil rights movement during back in the day, uh, you know, with the Black Panther having a having, you know, of Afro might might come off a certain way, maybe back at that time. But then now I don't think so. It's a hairstyle. It's just a hairstyle now. Um, you know, I don't think it automatically means, you know. I don't think it has any sort of political or social commentary <laughs> within a hairstyle. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my personal opinion about that, you know? Um, but yeah, Terry, Terry, Terry needs to shut the hell up, I think. Or say something on behalf of, or, you know, here it is. Here it is, though. Okay, here it is. Let me let me just say this really quick. Okay. Um, cause if he really isn't for black lives matter, if he really isn't for it, then just say it as well. It's like ish or get off the pot. Don't hover and, and, and do this weird tap dance thing. Cause people get confused. People get annoyed and people start reading into what you're saying in a very, very bad way, in a very bad light. So instead of him doing that, I would just be like, Hey man, you ish. Or you get off the pot, man. Do what you need to do. Say what you need to say and keep it moving. Now, if you are totally against the Black Lives Matter movement, fine, bruh. It's cool. We we will understand that fully. But don't give us some weird <laughs> confusing statements that make no sense. 
when there's a huge where, where there's a huge community that actually turns to you and looks to you and wants to hear your thoughts because you are somebody that is out there as a figure you are somebody that is a public figure whether you want to believe that or not there's a lot of people that turn to you that look up to you you know so anyway We'll see how that unfolds, you know, but she, he, he definitely needs to either come out with a statement and just be done with it on either side and just be done with it. But anyway, we're going to go into a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some wacky news. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button underneath the feed right now as we speak. And if you haven't done it yet and you've seen that you're watching this right now and enjoying the conversation, hit that subscribe button on our channel. That would really, really mean a lot. Anyway, it's Wednesday. So, of course, we got to talk about a little bit of this wacky Wednesday news type stuff. Something's really interesting going on. I don't know if you guys know anything about uh, Twitch. Uh, shout out to all our Twitch viewers um, out there because we do stream over there as well. But this has to do with Twitch. Twitch is about to get sued or is in the middle of a $25 million lawsuit because a user of Twitch broke his penis. Tommy boy. <laughs> Speak on it, man. Yeah, a California sex addict is suing Twitch for $25 million after claiming that the site's overabundance of scantily clad gamers have caused him to injure his penis. Uh, in the lawsuit uh, filed in Santa Clara County on June 15th, San Francisco's Eric Estevillo claimed that the Amazon, Amazon subsidiary had subjected him to overly suggestive and sexual content from various streamers. Uh in order, he started, I guess, excessively masturbating mm -hmm. at the uh, at the female Twitch stars that were in low cut dresses, they're, that sort of thing. They're also known as e thoughts. E thoughts, okay. So, yeah, e thought. In yeah. e thought, yeah. That, oh, that's a word I didn't need to know. So th <laughs> a thought, just so y'all know, you know, just so you know, uh, black correspondent here. So I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for you really quick. Thought is that hoe over there. Yeah, so I it's the that. acronym. I'm just letting y'all know. And there's some people out there that might not know what that, that stands for, but E thought there's thoughts out there. There's plenty of thoughts out there. There's just hoes, but they're also in the, you could be a male thought or a female thought. Uh, so the same thing applies in the Twitch world. There are E thoughts out there that are, and I'll explain that really quick that are girls that are dressed in a certain way, they look a certain way, all they do is basically act like they love video games, but they're really on there to wear low-plunging uh, neckline shirts, showing off their cleavage or showing off their curves, acting like they really do play video games, but they really do, don't. They are literally trying to get men or women to submit or give them money because on Twitch there are certain things that you can pay for memberships, almost like a Patreon type of thing. Um, and people can pay a certain amount per month so that they can tune in and watch said girl dance, act like they're playing video, video games, or talk to them. So a lot of people 
called those people simps. Simps are people who are, and there's girl simps and guy simps. A simp is somebody who will go and pay for somebody for, say, an e-girl for give them financial gratification with no expectations of any sexual gratification coming back. They're just basically paying for their companionship. Now, this is something that has been big. Now you're starting to see a lot of girls and guys as well starting to starting their own OnlyFans accounts, for example, where they are saying, hey, go follow me on my OnlyFans. I have scantily clad amateur, you know, photos on there where you can pay a certain amount and you can get my photos specifically for you or for whoever wants to buy these things. So that is what a simp is. It's like, oh, I got this new, I got this new photo shoot. Go spend $40 on my whole spread, on my whole photo shoot. And you can go and get those things and, and you buy those things, but you're not expecting anything. You're not expecting to go out on a date with them or anything of that sort. You're just financially supporting somebody that you think looks really good on camera. Continue, Tom. Just so I just wanted to give those quick background stories real quick so everybody knows what the hell we are talking about. All right, moving on. All right. So this simp was using a <laughs> flashlight on himself. Yes. Uh, it caused uh, an extremely painful uh, soreness around it. There was some redness, some mild infections that caused him to use neosporin on the tip of his penis to prevent necrosis. This is according to the 56-page legal document. Who, what, you, imagine you spent all that time going to law school so you could draft up a 56-page legal document about this oh. chucklehead hurting his penis looking at Twitch. I mean, you're probably still paying off student debts, all that kind of stuff, so you can write a 56-page legal document on this idiot hurting his, hurting his dick. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can, yeah, you, you can say dick. It's okay. I um, think we can say dick, yeah. yeah you but, can say dick. Yeah, Estevio also alleges in the transcript that he even once ejaculated on his PC monitor, which caused the gaming system to short circuit and resulted in a small fire that temporarily caused his apartment to black out. Wow. And the funny thing is, is the inquiring minds would like to know if you if you masturbate so much, so frequently wouldn't wouldn't there be nothing in the chamber left? How could you go and do all that <laughs> to a gaming system? That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? If you if you do this this much, if you do that act that much, how can one You see what I'm saying? All over the place. There ain't nothing left. Your balls are drained. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Tom, please continue. Yeah, uh, it's reported that Estevio is currently following 786 people on Twitch, all of them female gamers. He's not following a single male gamer on the entire site. And he's following 786 female gamers. Oh, my God. He claims, I mean, you know, I don't want to laugh at people's mental health issues, but come on, this guy's a clown. He says uh, he has various ailments, which include depression, agoraphobia, Crohn's disease, OCD, along with sex addiction, have relegated him to surfing the Internet in his apartment all day. And I guess rubbing his penis until it's like Wrong. getting infected. Yeah. 
Oh, baby, I like your raw. Yeah, baby, I like your raw. Like, what the hell is this? That's crazy. But you yeah. see, but the thing is, is he got he has Crohn's, right? He has OCD. Yeah. He has Crohn's. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he has agoraphobia as well. Yeah, he has agoraphobia, depression. Right, depression, agoraphobia, agoraphobia. I mean, it's like, how does, how do you have? Crohn's is no joke. Right. Yeah, so it's I like, how do you, but it, no, yeah, I know some people with Crohn's too, but it's like, how do you have time to sit there and, you know what I'm saying? Do the D. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's on the toilet while he's doing it. That's probably what it is. It's got to be. It's got to be. There's no way. There's no way. This girl behind me. Exactly. Has been named in the lawsuit. Jade the Jaguar. Yes. Uh, is named by Eric Estavio. So here's the thing. Allegedly subjecting him to overly suggestive and sexual content. Exactly. So <laughs> keep this keep this up for a second, okay? Now this is an e girl or an e thought, okay? She has no interest of being on here to play video games. She is on the sh- she's on that Twitch site to dress exactly like that. You know, wearing tight clothing. Her her face and and makeup is done a certain very specific way. Because that is literally the look of an e-girl. That's literally the look. It is the rosy cheeks. It is the winged uh, eyebrows or um, eyelashes, you know, with the eyeliner, ex- the exagger- exaggerated uh, eyeliner. She has the exact look of what an e-girl or AKA e-thought is supposed to look like. Now, this is the thing. She's not on here to play any video games, guys. She's here to make the monies. So she gets on there because she's got fake boobs or real boobs, whichever. You know, she's got enough cleavage. So she'll be on there and click around and talk to people. And that's all she does. She just sits there and talks. But she's eye candy. That's it. I look good. So therefore, buy my membership. It's only $5 a month or whatever. And that's what people do. That's all on Twitch. Or on certain days, they'll go and they'll go do, they'll dance or they'll do a dance dance revolution type game or something like that. But majority of the time, they're just showing off their body and they're just dancing for the guys or girls that are watching them live on Twitch. They don't even play Excite Biker or anything? No Minecraft, no fate, no uh, no Fortnite, no nothing. They're just on there to show off their boobs or whatever assets they, you know, show off their assets and make money. Mm. And that's really it. Now, the, so like it, a model, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's why that's why, for example, a lot of these girls will go and have their own OnlyFans accounts. Like, I don't know if she, this girl, I don't know if this particular girl has it. It's freezing up on me. I don't know if this particular girl has it, but there's a lot of girls on there that will sit there and go, oh, so since I have a million people who follow me every single day, go check out my OnlyFans. And then on their OnlyFans, it's just them naked. That's all it is. It's just softcore porn, basically. And people will go and buy that stuff. So, uh, So that guy is out here trying to... <laughs> Uh, there's guys that, you know, there are guys out there that are, that will literally consume that kind of content every day, all day, or a day. So this gentleman is ridiculous. Um, 
and there's no reason and there's no there's no, no grounds for him to successfully get through with this lawsuit and i'll be surprised if this even gets to court uh, like please let it go to court i would i would love to see that but i don't think it's ever going to happen that's insane he'll just be sitting there in like the uh plaintiff's chair icing his balls <laughs> i mean seriously i hope nobody tells this guy about chatterbait Nobody tell this guy about or, or the rest of the internet or just right. uh, don't don't introduce him to Pornhub. I mean, he will dive right. all the way into that and never come out. We will, they, they, whoever's out there will never see him again. That lawyer will be like, hey, where where did he go? Pornhub happened, buddy. Pornhub <laughs> happened. Um, but yeah, so that's that's crazy, man. But, you know, and, and, and you know, let's talk about the 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 world of e-thoughts or e-girls and 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 simping you know and uh, i'm going to throw that out to everybody you know what are your thoughts on that do you think it's fine do you think it's ridiculous comment down below and let us know what you think fellas guys i'm going to throw this question out to you guys as well we're going to throw it around the room love to know what you guys think about this whole act of simping aka e-girl stuff as well you know what I mean? I mean, if people want to go spend money on other people that are willing to put their body out there in one way or another, and they know that this platform has this, and they go there every day, if he intentionally follows just over 700 people that are only female gamers, I mean, he's gone in and made himself a niche, and he knows what he's going there for. Uh, he's obviously not utilizing the platform as its intended manner. Um and you know that's I don't know, he's he just seems real shady, uh, and then trying to think that he can throw some kind of you know lawsuit at the wall and see if it sticks, uh, yuck. Um, hmm. And he, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know the whole the whole idea of like I don't know somebody being able to provide a service to somebody else, right? Whether or not there's sex involved or not. And to do that, I mean, if someone wants to spend their money that way, they can. That's fine. Um, that's that's up to them. Uh, but don't go to a platform and complain about the platform if it has a wide variety of people on there. Obviously, on there, if they're promoting you to go out to another site like OnlyFans or something like that, like that's their choice. And if that's not against the policies and the rules of the site to promote out to other sites like that, and if it's not against the rules to wear whatever you want to wear, which, oh, sorry, what, they are wearing a low-cut dress? Is that their fault? Like, that's just like shaming women for wearing different clothing. Like, maybe that's what they like to look like every morning when they wake up. Maybe that's their style. Maybe that's what they're doing. And just because if you think that they look sexual, is that's not on them. That's like victim shaming. Like, oh, you shouldn't look so hot, so I want to touch myself to you. <laughs> like, uh, Tom, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, if this guy, he's not going to win this case, but if he did win this case, it would, I mean, there would be no more strip clubs. There'd be no more chatterbait. There'd be no more things where there are whole industries that are, you know, based on sad, lonely men paying women to not have sex with them. I mean, that's what this is, isn't it? I mean, this is a, a shut in who is paying money to women that he knows are not going to have sex with them in return. I mean, their whole, I mean, the entire pornography industry, the entire strip club industry is built around that. So if this guy wins this, 
which he's not going to, it would set precedent, I think, to shut down the entire porn industry, the entire strip club industry. So whoever wasted their time putting together that 56-page legal document, which I would love to read, that's got to be that's got to be the funniest book since like the Confederacy of Dunces. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it's stupid, mm-hmm. but it's funny. I mean, I, I think it's hilarious. And this guy is previously sued. Who's he sued before? Uh, Blizzard Entertainment, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. He sued all of them unsuccessfully. So this guy loves filing right. frivolous lawsuits. Mm. Now and. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna lose. Now, now, obviously, we'll we'll see what happens and as this story develops, because obviously, this is something that has been going on since uh, this past before the weekend. Um, th- this news dropped like on Friday, um, so obviously, it, it, things will more more things will develop as time goes on. Now, when it comes to e the e girls and e thoughts and simping and all that, I mean, hey, if it's not hurting anybody, do you think? Um, I I think it's kind of a weird fetish. That's the way I look at it. I feel like it's like some weird, it's like this sugar daddy, sugar baby type of relationship in a way. Um, <clears throat> or sugar mama, you know, we can't leave out the women in here. Um, and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I think that a lot of people will, it, it really depends on, I think as long as you're not hurting nobody, uh, I mean, uh, unfortunately, he was hurting his penis, but he was definitely hurting something. He was hurting somebody himself. But that is some serious, vigorous masturbation. But at the same time, that's an extreme of what I think what really happens. Uh, but yes, I, it does exist. Um, I think as long as it's not hurting anybody, then do your thing. I mean, there's plenty of sex workers out there. This is just another form of it, I think, um, especially with these girls that end up not only I mean, it is a form of sex work. I, I, I hate to say that. I mean, if you're sitting there low plunging shirt saying, hey, guys, come watch my show. And yeah, you might not be doing anything sexual, but who's to say what's going on the other side of the screen at their home? They could be doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Why you're doing that? You are bringing those guys in, those people in for that specific reason. So in a way, I look at it in that category as sex work. Sorry, I'm going to say it, especially if you go, hey, go check out my E, uh, check out my OnlyFans. That's a dead giveaway. But at the same time, if you're sitting there dressed up, dressed in a certain way, dancing and doing all this crazy stuff, you got a stripper pole in the background type of thing in the corner, sex work. Sorry, not sorry, um, but there's a there's a world for it. There's plenty of dudes out there that would love to tune into those things and and eat it up. So I mean, if that's as long as nobody gets hurt, I mean, good on you, I guess. Um, I just think that there's better things that these e e girls and e guys could be doing um, other than doing that type of work or that type of world that's just what i personally think good luck with the dude on the with the his suit his lawsuit against uh twitch uh we'll see what he what happens what how it all unfolds but he's fighting uphill really he's fighting uphill so you know it's this anakin skywalker against obi-wan this it's he gonna lose 
the first fight, not the second one where he disappears and everything in a new hope. Nobody knows. Yes. Moving on. That's just some Star Wars nerdy stuff. Hey, Moving do you on. know uh, how much money some of the top earners are making on OnlyFans? Oh, dear God. You know what? I know some of these people are making millions, but hold on. Before you jump on there, before you say that, the only reason why some of these guys make millions of dollars is because they're gaming. Like Ninja was on there for a long time. He was making a crap ton of money. There was all these other guys that are making still on Twitch millions and millions of dollars. I don't What I would love to know is top e-girls or top e-guys and how much they're really making money off of Twitch. That's what I'd like to know because gaming is one thing. People are tuning in for commentary and, you know, they want to see somebody like PewDiePie talk trash while he's playing Fortnite. You know, e-girls, they're just sitting there. So I would love to hear how much the top e-girls making right now. Well, there's a, an Australian OnlyFans uh, girl that's on here that can earn up to 30000 a day. Jesus. You know, from sharing like you know, <sighs> nude photos or not even non-nude photos. I need, uh, I need to go get a pair of boobs <laughs> for myself and go on there. Just, you know, full on beard and just cleavage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like another woman earning more than $100,000 a year. I mean, there's plenty of people that are on there that are just making absolute bank. There's so there's like groups on TikTok where they share and say, "Oh, go you know follow my OnlyFans," and like girls that are going on there and say, "No, I'm only going on there and sharing pictures of my feet," and then like they show their money they're earning every day. They're like, yeah, I earned three grand yesterday from sharing photos of my feet. And it's like, okay, can I share photos of my feet? Do you want to go to my OnlyFans page, Pascal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell to the no. Thank you, but no thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. Isn't that what your uh, didn't your sister come on and you guys were talking about that and then she said she was going to just go and make an OnlyFans for her feet? That's hopefully she's not. Well, I don't know. It's up to her if she's doing that, but you know. <laughs> oh right, right. Oh my God. Sorry. That that and then that that's the thing. You know, my sister. Uh, I'll, I'll be real. My sister uh, was talking about it on the show <clears throat> about a month ago, a month ago or so. And she was talking about starting her own OnlyFans. And I was adamantly against it. Adamantly yeah. against it. Absolutely. Are you out of your mind? That's my sister, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell, t hell no. I am not about that life. I am not cool with that. That is no, I'm not cool with that. That's my sister. That's the, I don't like that idea. Um, but there are a lot of girls that we know, fellas, that we know that, that we got a lot. There's a lot of girls that I know, um, that have been on the show that have been guests on the show that have come in and out of the show that are, that have their own only fans now that do all these things like I'm talking about. And it's really, really weird. Beautiful women. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful women. Absolutely. They photograph well. Etc. 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 But still, to me, it's just something I can't wrap my mind around, personally. You know, and I just don't see myself personally looking at somebody wanting to watch what they do, just sitting there just because they have cleavage. I just, to me, it seems like a waste of time. 
Right. Because I know now, because in a way, it seems disingenuous. It's not genuine at all. It's just them, they're going, we're here to secure the bags. I'm not interested in knowing who you are. I just want your money. It's kind of the thing, the reason why I'm not a huge fan of strip clubs. Same thing. You know, they just want your money. Strip clubs equal casino. The house always wins. Doesn't matter if you walk in there and you see the most beautiful person, most beautiful girl in the world. And you're like, wow, you know, I'm in love. They don't care. They want your money and they want you to leave. They just want your money. You're not there. They're not there to have a conversation with you. They're there to get your money, rub up on you, ooh, and keep it moving. That's it. So you're saying it's a profit deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a jerk reference for you. That's a shout out to Carl Reiner. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, But anyway, um, but that's that's just my personal thing that that I just don't Meh. I'm not for it. But hey, all those people out there that want to do that, simp, all that, like I said, stay, you know, do your thing, stay in your lane, enjoy yourself, no, no, no. But for me, that's weird stuff. That's some weird stuff. And to sue somebody over it, kind of weird. Kind of weird, personally. Anyway, what else is going on in the wacky world of Wednesday news? Uh, all right, well, this is a strange one. I, I'm going to try and read this story. It, it, it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I will try, try and get around it. Um, a woman in Wisconsin uh, was observed. Uh, I don't know how to put this. She was absorbed performing a spiritual ritual on a dead possum in the road. Um, people called the police responding to a woman who I guess pulled her car up to a dead possum in the road, grabbed a Green Bay Packers lawn chair from her vehicle, and then I guess got to work throwing goldfish and windshield wiper fluid on the dead possum while yelling at it to repent. Excuse me? Yep. <laughs> Just reporting the facts here. Wait, so she <laughs> she took a she took a possum and 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 did a ritual with the pos with the possum yeah. saying repent. Yeah, I guess she was trying to wow. make sure that the possum went to the good place and not the bad place. But I guess witnesses had kind of observed this woman driving somewhat erratically. Uh, this was around Waukesha, Wisconsin. And then she saw the dead <laughs> possum. And according to witnesses, the woman got out of her vehicle, opened the passenger drawer, threw goldfish. Now, goldfish, Bruh. I, I want to make sure people know this. Goldfish here is not capitalized. So I don't think they're talking about the the snacks i mean maybe they are but i think if it were the snacks goldfish would be capitalized but it says she began to throw goldfish and windshield wiper fluid on the possum and uh a second person said the woman took out the lawn chair and yelled repent at the dead animal uh a person who had been following the woman's vehicle called the police and reported her behavior was erratic According to the police log, the animal, which was not playing possum, was removed from the highway. So, these are stressful times for all of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. That's, <laughs> that is uh, crazy uh, that that is, 
You know what? Let me let me ask you something. This is this is a weird question. Okay, this is kind of a uh, this is kind of a uh, stoner moment. But uh, just ride with me on this, okay? Mm-hmm. Inquiring minds would like to know. Just you, you know, she she was telling the possum to repent for their sins so that it can go into possum heaven. Can an animal sin? Uh-huh. I, I don't think so, because they don't have souls. Isn't that right? Wait, isn't so it a sin kind of contingent on having a soul? Do But here it is, though. If they don't have souls, then veganism doesn't exist. Or hmm. veganism shouldn't exist. Right. Right? So then this is just for argument's sake. I'm not sitting here saying yeah. anything. I, you know, I don't want to get on. I'm not trying to get on some weird soapbox or nothing. I'm just saying right. for funny, for weirdness sake and how weird this conversation is. Something concurred. Does. <laughs> do animals have souls? And what would she, what she did make sense if she had, if, we believe that animals have souls. I know that's a weird question, but hey, we're going there. This 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 assumes a lot here. Um, yes, a a it sounds like the possum was already dead, so it's not going to hear this woman's pleas for it to repent. Facts. Um, if 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 the possum was still alive, it's it's a possum. It doesn't speak the English language very well. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't really pick up on what this insane woman sitting in a Green Bay Packers chair throwing goldfish and windshield wiper fluid on it was driving at. And be like, why is this woman throwing stuff at me and yelling this gibberish I don't understand? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, I don't want to make too much light of this because obviously this woman has some mental issues, but um, this is just such a interesting interesting unique story um it's just it's just goofy hmm. um so you know i did a quick you know a little uh, on catholic.com oh so, okay here we go we're going religious based on a religion-based view of it uh, do animals have souls like human beings animals have souls and so do plants um but not saying that animals and plants have souls like ours. The soul is the principle of life. Uh, since animals and plants are living things, they have souls, but not in the sense in which human beings have souls. And human souls are rational, and plants and animals aren't. Ours are rational because they're spiritual and not just material. Uh, animals and plants could, can't do anything which transcends the limitations of matter. Although some animals seem clever, they don't actually possess conceptual intelligence. Uh, so they can't conceive of the abstract no- notion of justice. Um, and animals and plants also lack a moral sense. Uh, when you scold Spot for chewing the carpet and tell him what he did was wrong, you aren't assigning guilt of sin to him since he can't commit a sin. Uh, animals and vegetable souls are dependent entirely on matter for their operation and being. They cease to exist at death. Um, whereas ours are spiritual, and a spirit can know and love, a spirit's two chief faculties being the intellect and the will. So that's an interesting, you know, way to put it. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so boiler, boilerplate this for us, Jack. Should we, should we yell repent at dead possums on the road or no? Facts. Um, <laughs> if it makes you feel like it is making your soul 
better to get into heaven for it than have yes. Mercy. Okay. Will it necessarily affect the animal in a religious viewpoint? No. <laughs> but, you know, elephants are said to be extremely smart. They do care about their other fellow animals. They are they, they mourn the loss of their loved ones. They remember where loved ones had died and when they redo their past, they stop and, and actually like you know, sit there and memorialize them. Mm. Um, you know, they can I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing. Obviously we'll never know. Like it's all Obviously. about our, our viewpoint of it is like saying, Oh yeah, no, the animal doesn't doesn't feel like we feel. Yeah. But, you know, if you go and you take a, a dog's baby away from it, the dog whines and cries and knows that it's missing something. <laughs> uh, if you go and you cut a plant, you know, is it going to jump up and, and, and defend itself? Obviously not. Right. But are you hurting something? You know, we don't know. Like, how can you know if a plant doesn't feel? Aren't, we're supposed to all be connected, right? So right. Um, if you go to what's that, what's the movie with the with all the blue... Um, people. Oh, you oh Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. If you go off Avatar, then yeah, everybody's one soul. So interesting. That's, that's, a, that's a deep uh, conversation to have, Pascal. I'm sorry. Uh, like I said, it was one of it was my moment, as if I just went. Okay, uh, bruh. Do mm-hmm. all animals have souls, man? Yeah. Shower man. thoughts. Shower thoughts. Exactly. Shower thoughts. You know what? Now, uh, yeah. okay. we, we might all be proven <clears throat> wrong, though. I mean, you know, this woman, you know, years, many years from now might might die herself and go up and meet St. Peter at the pearly gate and, you know, be greeted by this possum. Stands up on his back two legs, shoots her a crisp salute, says, hey, thanks. Thanks for the redemption. You know, okay. maybe she's on to something. Yeah, maybe she is. Now, the yeah. thing is, is you, you also got to remember, I mean, is she going over to him and going, Possum, do you accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then if he goes, does that mean yes? Or does that mean no? We don't know. Inquiring minds would like to know. The other thing is, is like if you rip a, a plant out from the ground, you don't hear it scream. So it's like, wait a second. You know, if they have and it, I believe everything has energy. You know, this is this is the moment where I'm I'm out here in my uh, rope sandals and um, smelling like patchouli and talking, you know, got my hemp necklace around. And I'm like, hey, man, everything has energy, man. I believe everything has energy um, or everything possesses an energy. Even so, uh, you know, animals, I think that they do, too. Now, I don't think that they you know, I don't think that they have the 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 wherewithal or the intelligence to have organized religion or government or uh, right or wrong. But at the same time, I do believe that there are souls in animals. They're just not advanced like us, you know, where we can have thought, where we know the difference between between right and wrong. Yes, this is the weirdest conversation we are ever having today. But hey, it's Wacky Wednesday, y'all. So ride it. Anyway, um, no, I'm just playing. Uh, and I appreciate everybody riding this train with me right now. But I do feel like, uh, yes, there, there are animals, plants, insects. We all have energy. So if we all have energy, there's got to be a soul within that energy. Every, not every possum is ex- exactly the same. Not every dog is the, exactly the same. You see what I'm saying? Insects might be a different conversation, but you see what I'm saying, you know? 
they're all different. They all have different personalities. They all react a certain way. They all like certain things. They all have a personality. If they have a personality, then they have energy. If they have energy inside their bodies, then therefore they have a soul. Now, what the woman did, weird as hell, still weird as hell, still weird as hell, but that's why I was like, well, the, what if she was doing him a favor? You know what I'm saying? What if? <laughs> Just saying. It's kind of weird, but hey. You're, you're assuming the path that that uh, possum took throughout its life. <laughs> you're saying that the path it was on was the wrong path, Pascal. Well, you know what? That he needed saving. She was trying to convert them just like the Crusades. You see what I'm saying? But she was a little too late. Mm. Him did. Was she the one that ran it over with the car too? <laughs> she probably was because he he was re <laughs> he was refusing the power of Christ or whatever she was believing in, whatever whatever ritual she was doing. You see what I'm saying? Power of Goodyear compels you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> power of good. Go 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 Oh, damn. Wait, 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 wait. We got to back up. Wait, wait, wait. Is it okay? Go, 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 go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it's surely dead now. It's surely dead now. But anyway. <laughs> this reminds me a lot. I, I, this reminds me of there was a time I was flying out to New Mexico, and a woman sat down next to me on the flight. And she, she was a pretty girl, kind of a hippie girl, looked like, you know, your average yoga instructor or something your, your, like that. Your type, basically, Tom? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, kind of. Your yeah. type. Well, we, we started chatting a little bit. And uh, I think we were like maybe 10 minutes or so into the conversation or so. I think wheels had, you know, we were we had just gotten to elevation. And she starts telling me, you know, like, I think it was, she's like, yesterday uh, a bird flew into the sliding glass window outside of my house and uh, I, I, it then died. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's horrible. And she's like, but, you know, I went out and I, I, I forget what she, she described. She said, I, I, I had a Reiki ceremony for it. And I was like, oh, and I guess she, I, you know, I, 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 you can read me like a book. I, I, I do not have a poker face at all. <laughs> so as soon as she said, you know, this bird died after flying, I mean, if I remember correctly, when she said a bird flew into my sliding glass door, I think I started busting out laughing because I was like, mm -hmm. and then she's like, and then I had a Reiki ceremony for it. And I guess my eyes just glazed over because she's just, she turned away from me real quick. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, all right. When you eye roll at someone directly, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard when you're literally asses to elbows next to somebody on a small plane. And they're looking right at you and they say, oh, yeah, I had a Reiki ceremony for this bird that flew into my window. And then I was like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, uh, well, this conversation's over. You're clearly crazy. <laughs> but wait a sec. Wait a second. The sex would be amazing. What's up? How you doing? What's your number? You know, that's crazy. And then, and then we joined the Mile High Club. Exactly. <laughs> Tell us the rest of the story, Tom. <laughs> no, it was just two hours of dead silence after that. That's Fantastic. hilarious. <laughs> you canceled her so fast. I'm sorry. I, I, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. It's just I have no poker face at all. And when she told me that, I'm sure I rolled my eyes or bulged them out or, you know, did that thing where it's like, you know. It's like, okay, that's so, crazy. That's a little crazy. Thank you for that information. Uh, moving on. You know, oh my God! But the sex, I'm sure, would have been dope. You should have got, you should have gotten her number. You know, she probably would have been speaking in tongues whilst in action. You know what I mean? Russian and you, you never know. 
<laughs> she might have made a tiny rain cloud over your head while you guys made love. Sweaty, nasty love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, you lost your, you, you missed your shot, bruh. You missed yeah. your shot. You missed your That's shot. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Super had a, uh, a, a comment. I, I just thought it was interesting. Um, is a soul like a bank account? You make deposits and withdrawals. And when it's all finished, you check the balance. That is a stoner moment right there. Mr. Super smoked some weed in his life because that's a stoner moment. <laughs> that is a, well, wait, is <laughs> wait, man, does that mean like we're like a bank account? And then we, when we go up to the big bank in the sky, we withdraw everything. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, you can say that about pretty much all religion. All yeah, religion pretty much. sounds like somebody got real high and started trying to make sense of the world around them. <laughs> I, mean, I always like that 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 opening scene in the good place where you know Ted Danson is explaining, you know, what the world is, how it's constructed. And Kristen Bell says, you know, did anybody ever get it right on earth? Did any religion ever get it right? And he's like, well, there was this stoner in Wisconsin that took mushrooms. And one time he just launched into an idea while high on mushrooms about what the universe is really all about. And he was about 98% right. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the high, he forgot everything, right? That's when he forgot everything. It's like, damn, we almost had him. We almost got one person to know what was going on. You know, uh, but anyway, moving on, what, what else is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying these wacky conversations, the wacky news stuff. Thank you. And, and guys, for everybody who's watching right now, taking the time to watch the show and being a part of being a part of this conversation, I have to salute y'all. Thank you. know, And the possum wants to salute you guys with his little, little paw. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at a, I'm thinking of a, I'm sorry. Anyway, I just want to say just. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody who um, is tuning in and just riding this train with us on some wacky news. We just need a little bit of vacation from all the stuff that's going on, all the BLM, the Rona, and all the crazy stuff that's going on. So anyway, what else is, what other nutty things is going on, man? All right. Well, there is a sci-fi film that is in development now that will have an AI robot cast in the lead role. A real AI robot. That is correct. Bruh. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's being uh, developed by Bondit Capital Media, and they have previously financed films such as To the Bone and the Oscar-nominated Loving Vincent that came out a few years back. Uh, the film, the project was originally supposed to be directed by Tony Kay, who directed American at History X, but uh, I guess he's dropped out of the project. But the project is going forward with an AI robot named Erica in the lead role. That's mm. dope. It, it will either be the most expensive movie ever made or the <laughs> cheapest movie ever made. It just depends on how you look at it. And it depends on what the AI has to do. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if it's just supposed to just be there. It might be the cheapest thing in the world, or it might be, yeah, or it might be a really, really, really expensive movie. Um, it says seventy million. Seventy million. Seventy million dollars. I mean, that's not that's not new. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. That kind of number. But I mean, I, I would say, what's like the average for like a Marvel movie, for example? 
those are you getting like yeah, hundreds, hundreds of millions, of millions right? Then. Yeah, hundreds of millions. So in a way, this is a cheap. In comparison to most movies, this is a pretty cheap sci-fi movie. Um, yeah. So they're 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 cutting they're cutting back. And, and, and the thing is, is like it, you, it makes you wonder the future of things, where things could go. Um, having robots or AIs doing you know acting instead of instead of actual human beings. I don't think that it'll ever get to that place, but shoot, you, you just, you never know, you know, crazier yeah. things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a quote here. It says uh, in other, this is from um, uh, one of the developers on it says uh, in other methods of acting, actors involve their own life experiences in the role, but Erica has no life experiences. She was created from scratch to play the role. We had to simulate her motions and emotions through one-on-one -on -one sessions, such as controlling the speed of her movements, talking enough, talking through her feelings, and coaching character development and body language. So they're kind of doing a sort of method approach to it, where they're basically programming her to respond and act a certain way so that she feels it's real. It's, mm. it's a very strange. That's interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So the movie is called a B or beta, I guess, uh, follows a scientist who discovers dangers associated with a program he created to, per to perfect human DNA and helps the artificially intelligent woman he designed, Erica, escape. Mm. Mm. So, so yeah. Ex Machina Part 2, basically, in a way. Yeah, it yeah. sounds a lot like that. Yeah, yeah, it kind of has that vibe, except they'll actually use a real AI instead of a actress to play the AI. Mm -hmm. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Wait it's till going to have Oscar Isaac disco dancing with robots. Though, right. So. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I was like, what <laughs> is such this? a great scene? What is this? You know, why is this happening right now? But why though? Why? You know? Um, but that's, that's interesting. Um, I I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested yeah. to see what happens with that movie. You know, I mean, shoot, if they do that, oh, man, give it time. I mean, there's going to be sex robots anytime soon. I mean, there's already sex robots, but I'm just saying that like, as far as like adult films, I could see that venturing into that world at some point. It's going to be crazy. Oh, don't tell uh, that Twitch guy about it. Yeah, no, yeah. He's no. He's got enough troubles. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God, he'll break his penis off. That'll be not good. That'd be really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> crazy crazy um but anyway um moving on to other things um let's talk about this barista in san diego in san diego yeah. at a starbucks uh barista let's talk about that one because that's that's something i found very interesting as well what's up with this man yeah uh there's a barista out in san diego uh was confronted by you know as they've been come to be known uh a karen and a white entitled woman came into the store and when he asked her you know to please find a mask or put on a mask if she's going to be in the store she flipped out as so many of these people do and i guess she filmed him thinking that you know she was putting him on blast um but no the uh the barista has actually come out the winner in this one thankfully uh there was a gofundme page set up for the uh the barista 
And he's now made $95,000 in tips. Bruh. Yeah. What? Yep. Holy Dang. God. Yeah, he's at 95 grand just for now, enduring a Karen for a few minutes. Now, let me let me ask you this. Do we have the actual do we have the actual video of the Karen saying this stuff and going off on this barista? I could not find it. I have the article here, but I was not able to find the video right off the bat. Wow. Because I would love to see that video because um, obviously whatever she was doing, she was acting a damn fool, understandably. I mean, not understandably, but obviously she was acting a damn fool. Um, and there was no reason for her to go crazy on him if he's just asking that it's a it's a thing that they're asking every single person to do right now. So that's that's really nuts. But I'm glad yeah, I, that he got I, the I guess hookup. It was, I guess it wasn't a video. It was a photo. I guess she snapped a photo of him and called him out by name and said, this guy wouldn't serve me because I wasn't wearing a mask. Oh, that's just a, a special kind of stupid. Gotcha. Yep. But he's he's at least $100,000 richer now. Holy so, cow. Man, hats off to him. He's an aspiring dancer. And, oh, well, yeah. Now, hopefully... Now Maybe he, he can pay for a couple of semesters of uh, classes. Now I was going to say he's going to be fuete, fueteing all the way to the bank right now with a hundred, almost $100,000. <laughs> Anybody know what fuete is? Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strong, right? Or forceful, right? Fuete. It's a, it's fuete. a dance move. Okay. It's a fuete. It's like a, it's a spin. Mm. Yeah, it's a spin. Gosh, it's a it's a it's a ballet I, move. It's just a fuerte, fuerte, fuerte. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, that's the only dance ballerina ballet dance move I know, or the term that I know of. So there you go, fuerte. I I don't know any of them. I I've, I've okay. thought about buying a dance belt before, but I've never done that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep that. Mm -hmm. Keep it tight and strong. <laughs> it's all about lines. You know what I mean? It's all about the lines. Making the lines strong and straight. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Pascal, I, know, I hear you know how to tap dance. Oh, yeah. Uh, you mean this show is a tap dance? So, yes. <laughs> I'm Fred Astaire up in this piece, man. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm Savian Glover up in this piece, man. You know what I mean? No, I no love it. in the club. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Th that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You, you, it's okay. You, you, you guys can just not laugh and just, just smile on a show that's requires I can, audio. I could see you uh, doing the Lord of the Dance stuff. What's that? Uh, Michael Flattery? Flattery? What, what's his name? Oh the, yeah, yeah. The Michael Flattery. The, Flattery. Yes. No, no. I don't think no. That's get the high kicks going. That's stupid. <laughs> what, 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 what blows my mind is that man made millions. Whatever happened to him? I know that's no a idea. left turn right now, but whatever happened to that dude? Real talk, where did he go? Where did he go? Because everybody and their mama was all about Lord of the Dance. Everybody. I mean, he had different versions of it and everything. And he, he spanned the globe performing this stuff. Clogging. It was literally clogging. Onto techno beats. Pretty much. And people ate that ish up. Now it's, I know it's a left turn, but whatever happened to him? He retired in 2016 due to constant knee, yep, uh, spinal, foot, and rib pain. Yeah, I, I believe one that. One time his uh, 
his feet were insured for $57.6 million. Yep. One He's time, in the Guinness World Book of Records for tap dancing 35 times per second. Yeah. He performed wow. at uh, Donald Trump's inauguration. Oh. Excuse me? Yes, he did. In you January are. 2017, Flatley introduced his troupe for a performance at the inauguration of Donald Trump, which he called a great honor. Oh. And in 2018, Flatley wrote, directed, financed, and starred in a movie called Blackbird, uh, a spy fiction movie set in the Barbados, Ireland, and the UK. Excuse me? Yeah. Was he clogging in that too? I have no idea. Was it a thriller while, like, instead of him running away, he was just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Holding on to the villains and they're all clogging together. <laughs> Yeah, he 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 produced, directed, uh, wrote the screenplay for it. He starred. Well, he had a role in it as Victor Black, Victor Blackley. I guess Eric Roberts was also in it with Patrick Bergen and Ian Beatty. That's oh wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Eric Roberts was in that piece too. Yeah, that's what's up. Shout out to shout out to Eric Roberts, man. Um, yeah. Critics of wow. it called it a vanity project and compared it to Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Yeah. So wow. apparently it was extraordinarily bad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Michael. Flatley. Michael Flatley. Flatley. Yeah. Thank you, Flatley. Michael Flatley. <laughs> wow. I got to leave you guys. I'll catch you tomorrow. Oh, well, we hate you, too. I know. Love you, love you. See you. Bye. Take care, Jack. That's interesting. That's interesting as hell. But you just never know where these people, you know what I'm saying? It's like he went from, you know, tap dancing stuff to to doing that. That's that's really interesting. That's really interesting. You just never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. And of course, of course he would perform at, at Trump's inauguration. Sorry to say that, but it's 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 very um, well. You you're not going to see a lot of black people going and seeing river dance. Yeah, it's river. Strangely, dance. river dance. It's river dance, not Lord the, of Dance. Uh, Russian dance. prostitutes did to Trump in that bed, and <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the technical term for that. That's what uh, the professionals call that. It's oh, a river dance. God. Tis a river dance. Tis a river dance. Um, well, that's interesting. That is very interesting. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for that random news. Now we are yeah. now also, um, you know, going on to some other some sad news. Um, Carl Reiner um, recently passed away. He passed away yesterday. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we should definitely talk about that. Um, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner were uh, very, 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 very good friends for a very long time. Well over 70 years, if I'm correct. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, Mel Brooks uh, wrote, basically uh, spoke on behalf on his behalf, um, saying that uh, Carl was a giant um, unmatched in his contributions to entertainment he created comedy gems. Um, we've been best friends. Uh, like, okay, so he recalled meeting Reiner uh, in 1950 on your show of shows, and he said um, that they've been friends for they've been best friends ever since. 
And um, yeah. Um, there was yeah, no I mean, better straight man in the world. Um, the bit became a regular thing for the duo uh, who went who went on to create hit albums and a book based on it, uh, winning Grammy, uh, winning a Grammy in the process. Um, and he said no one did it better. No one could do it better, uh, you know, than than Reiner. And that's what uh, Mel Brooks said. And, and you know, I can only imagine because we did talk about it briefly um, yesterday. Um now I know that from my understanding, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner were still like to this day or up to his death, they were still hanging out. They, they lived next door to each other. They would hang out, watch movies. You know, they were, they did everything together. So I can only imagine how Mel Brooks is feeling right now. He must be heartbroken right now due to the, uh, the passing of Carl Reiner. And it's sad news that he, uh, yeah. that he passed. Yeah, they were good friends. They'd get together every night for dinner. They'd watch Jeopardy and watch a movie together. I mean, they were best of friends all the way up to the end. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm a little, obviously I was not alive when Sid Caesar's show of shows was on. I don't really know much of uh, Carl Reiner in front of the camera. I mean, I've seen him in bit parts on like Parks and Rec and, yeah. but I mean, the jerk, I mean, I, I made a reference to that movie yes. earlier in the show. It's one of the funniest, one of the funniest. It is hilarious. It is really, yeah. really hilarious. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you like Steve Martin, it's, it, there's a good argument to be made that his best work was done with Carl Reiner behind the camera. That once he stopped working with Carl Reiner, his movies were still good, but were they as good as the man with two brains or the jerk? I, I don't know. You know, no, the jerk is amazing um and it's a it's a classic uh you know it's a classic uh, um steve martin movie um and you know i i it's it's dope but i do remember him mostly from personally where he uh pops up and how i remember him as is in the ocean 11's movies Mm. Uh, and it, you know, the, now obviously for argument for, uh, you know, the, you can throw up for argument's sake, which one you like the most, obviously the first one's always dope in my personal opinion, you know, the remake, uh, the Steven Soderbergh, uh, remake with, with Brad Pitt and George Clooney, but, um, Carl Reiner was in that movie as well. And he did fantastic. He was always really, really great. Um, and he was a great part of that movie. Um, you know, he did he did the damn thing in that movie as well. And it's funny that when you look at the laundry list of things that he has done, um, you know, he, he is his career spans over decades of work. And that's an amazing thing. What a, you know, that's a very lucky thing to have, you know, is to be able to get into a career that you love and being able to do it for as long as you can do it, you know. Um, so and he's had a long life. I mean, he born in 1922 i mean that's yeah 98 years old that's a good long life and a good long life of making really great entertainment and making people laugh that's amazing that's an yeah. amazing that's an amazing career to have i think yeah. that's a, that's what i think that's a, what a lot of people would like to have Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, and there, there aren't many of those guys left now that were no. on that first wave of television, you know, 
uh, legends. And I, you can see the outpouring of uh, condolences that have come out on Twitter. I mean, yeah. that's a full life. That's an I mean, amazing life. You got Dick Van Dyke, Steve Martin, uh, Bette Midler, Alan Alda, uh, William Shatner, Jerry Seinfeld, Billy Crystal, Ed Asner, Eugene Levy, Jason Alexander, Sarah Silverman, Ike Barinholt, Stephen King, George Takei, John Cusack, John Lovitz, Paul Feig, Katie Couric, Ron Howard, Harry Shearer, John Cryer, uh, Michael Ian Black, Sandra Bernhardt. I mean, the list goes on and on of the people that were influenced by Carl Reiner, who respected his work. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like I said, I, I think a lot of people wish, I think a lot of people wish that they could do the same thing you know, tell the, to have that kind of leave a legacy behind that is just that span that will be there forever. You know, um, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That 2000 year old man bit is, I mean, it's just, I remember hearing that for the first time in college, my friend Jonah played it for me and I was just dying. I, 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 it's one of my fondest memories is, you know, from my sophomore year of college is laughing my ass off at the 2000 year old man. I think it was a cartoon that we watched that they had put it to a cartoon, but it was, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's that, that first wave of people that, you know, innovators in television and uh, there, not many of them left. Yeah. There really isn't. There really, really yeah. isn't. Um, anyway, may he rest in peace, rest in heaven. And, you know, of course the big, huge thank you for all the wonderful things he's done to, uh, to, to, to contribute to the art of film, to the art of entertainment. May you rest in peace. Uh, We got to go into a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we got more news. We got more things to talk about. So we'll be right back. This is the Pascal show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go crush that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. We do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., uh, Central Standard Time. And of course we do, or I do a evening show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as well. So be on the lookout for those. We do those live. Um, and then sometimes I pop up with a random pop-up video. So be sure to check those out. You know, would I would really, really appreciate it. Anyway, moving on, we got to get into this conversation. We got to go into this conversation. We're, you know, we got to talk about these things that are going on. <sighs> Unfortunately, we gotta we gotta circle back, and uh, because it seems like the country is circling back, uh, there's a lot of states that are starting to shut down their, they're starting to close um, or pause their reopening. More like they're not even pausing on the reopening; they're just hitting the rewind button and going back towards shutting down. Now, from my understanding, uh, Arizona has shut down their their uh, their state. Um, you know, I, I actually got a text from a friend of mine this morning saying that Phoenix is completely on lockdown now. Um, Mm. and so I feel like it's only a matter of time that other States are going to follow in suit. California is on the brink of doing the exact same thing. Florida is on the brink of doing that exact same thing as well. They have changed things as far as like certain mandates and certain things, rules, as far as uh, how long people can be out for curfew, not curfews, but uh, having bars and restaurants close by midnight at night. 
Do you see a pattern here? Where it's kind of like the saga is repeating itself. We're 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 playing a broken record here, and we're hitting repeat all over again. Anyway, so we got a little bit to talk about in regards to the Rona. So, Tom, what's going on? Goldman Sachs said what? Yeah, Goldman Sachs. Uh, they they are saying that there's that if we had a nationally mandated mask order, if uh, if it was put out by the federal government that everyone should wear a mask, it could save the economy from a 5% hit. Uh, Jan Hatzius, uh, Goldman's chief economist, said his, or I guess it's Jan Hatzius then, Jan Hatzius, Goldman's chief economist, said his team investigated the link between face masks and COVID-19 and economic outcomes. Goldman said a national mask mandate could raise the percentage of people who wear masks by 15 percentage points and cut the daily growth rate of cases by one percentage point to 0.6%. Hatzius then translated those results into GDP impact and found that a mask mandate could substitute for lockdowns that would subtract nearly 5% from growth. So basically what he's saying is, hey, if we all wear masks, we won't have to shut down as many industries, and we could save ourselves from a 5% hit to our GDP. He notes that uh, in states like Arizona, there are only 40% of respondents in Arizona said they always wear masks compared to 80% in Massachusetts. And Massachusetts, because everybody's wearing masks, are able to reopen more businesses and get the economy moving faster than states like Arizona, where nobody wants to wear a mask and now everything has to be shut down and they're going to lose money on it. Mm -hmm. So... They, they found that uh, the, they said the results are large and highly significant and show that state mask mandates raise a percentage of people who say they always or frequently wear masks by 25 percentage points in the first 30 days. So when they put in these masks within 30 days or when they put in these mask orders, within 30 days of putting in the mask orders, the number of people that always wear masks goes up by 25 percent. And after 30 days, that number goes up by 40 percent. It goes up by 40 percent. So basically they're saying if you wear the mask, we don't have to shut everything down and the economy doesn't have to take a hit. It seems logical and sound to me. But, um, here it is. Uh, obviously uh, things are, you know, issues hitting the fan. People are getting sick. We all, we all see this. Uh, the numbers are going up. Now, there are people who are saying that the, the numbers are going up because we, are, we, have more, we have more testing abilities. We have more tests out. So people can go and get tested and get the results of having or not having said virus. Um, now, I understand that argument, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not against what that argument, that logic, because that, that is some logic for sure. Um, but at the same time, it's real. It's out there. People are really getting sick. Um, you know, I know people that have... Uh, have it and they're getting through it um, and it, it sucks. The masks are important. Unfortunately, if we want to be out and do what we need to do, we're, it's clearly showing that statistically, at least speaking, the, what just Tom just said is that it's helping. So maybe we put on the masks Maybe we go back to where we were, go back to ground, you know, back to square one, where we do a little bit of a lockdown, just a tiny bit of a lockdown, and see what happens. 
what sucks and what's very unfortunate and what's frustrating to me is that this could be us for this could be us for the rest of the year. This oh, could yeah. be us for e- however. This could be us for however long it takes for any vac- vaccination to be made, if there ever will be one. Because if you really think about it, there are now we we are you know Fauci has been on the mic recently, and uh, unfortunately he's been the bearer of bad news as well. <laughs> um, and that's his job, unfortunately. Either he's going to be on there to tell us good news or he's going to be there for, to give us bad news. And right now he's giving us bad news. And it also is is surrounding around the cases and what his thoughts are and what his predictions are coming up in the near future as far as daily cases. What what say you, Tom? Yeah, Fauci. Uh, Fauci yesterday uh, was testifying. He said that uh, he said the United States is going in the wrong direction with the coronavirus, and it's surging in places. Um, he said that there are some regions that are just being outright irresponsible, putting the entire country at risk. And he said, you know, just as we're starting to try and get kids going back to schools and colleges, numbers are going up because nobody's taking it seriously anymore says there are currently about 40,000 new cases being reported a day. And he said he would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 new cases a day if this doesn't turn around. Uh, He said he was very concerned. This was all at a uh, Senate Health, Labor, and Pensions Committee uh, event where he was testifying before it. He said, we've got to get the message out that we're all in this together. And, you know, says that everybody's got to be on board and be safe. He, he wants to do whatever he can do to get children back to school in the fall. And we were talking yesterday, uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics laid out their argument on why children need to go back to schools. But that's going to be difficult to do if yeah. people are just pretending like nothing's going wrong and have their heads buried in the sand. Or just pretending like this is 2019 or a year that didn't suck. So... Listen, man, the, who who is going to want to comfortably put their child in school in August? I don't care if you are the most, I don't care if you're the worst parent in the world, all right, or the most selfish parent in the world. There is no way that you could literally be okay with your child going back to school when we say shut down again this month, you realize it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of July, y'all. It's the first of July. School starts at the end of August. So most schools, most schools start at the end of August. Sorry. Or mid, mid, late August. I'm sorry. And some schools start in, in September. Last time I checked, I ain't got no kids. So, you know, this is all, I could be wrong. But from my understanding, you're telling me, and I'm not saying this to you, you Tom. I'm just saying this rhetorically. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yes, yes. This is rhetorical. <laughs> so you're telling me, <laughs> so you don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're telling me, <laughs> so you're telling me that it's so, that by the end of July, we're going to be okay? Let's, I mean, I'm just saying, if they shut these doors, 
if these states shut doors, you're telling us that we're going to be able to bounce back, have ringing ring, schools back for school. Are you really telling me that we're going to be ready in August, in late August? I doubt it. I hella doubt it. I hella doubt it. There's no way. We're, we're suddenly going to bounce back and everything's going to be fine in late August? Bruh, it's been four, four months, three months, four months. How long it been? How long has it been? How long has it been? It's been a long time. Let's just say that. And we still haven't gotten it figured out. So you're going to tell us that we're going to click and drag our kids back to school so that they go <laughs> Rona themselves out there? Hail to the no. Any right-minded person, right-minded parent is not going to be okay with doing that. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Well, as long as the numbers keep going up. But exactly. I mean, if, if exactly. people got on top of it and they started being responsible, wearing masks, socially distancing, washing their hands, doing all the really simple stuff that people have been saying to do forever now that, you know, like a bunch of like insolent children, there are adults out there being like, I don't want to wear my mask. Eh. Of course. And now now we're the embarrassment of the developed world where we're being like banned from entering the European Union and stuff like that. But if people put on their big boy or big girl pants for a couple of months before the start of the school year, yeah, we could see a dramatic drop in new cases. But when you've got the president of the United States out there who's throwing these giant rallies and contradicting his own head of the CDC and putting out all this misinformation and trying to make it some sort of a political argument or political statement to not wear a mask and just be a, you know, a basic, decent human being that cares about his fellow human being it just it muddies the water it's too bad we have that unique strain of american ignorance that manifests itself in grown adults being like i don't want to wear my mask eh. right oh, oh so of course, here we they, are they are going to be an extension of their parents they're going to be an extension of their influences that are going on behind closed doors so if they're sitting there going i got my rights oh my dear god the BS that there's, that's going to come out, and I'm telling you right now, if they have to implement masks in school of any sort and that kind of stuff happens, wait for baby Karens to come out. Wait for the baby Kens to come out. Wait for the Costco, baby Costco Kevins to come dropping from the sky. Videos like that are going to go crazy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. There's going to be a lot of craziness going on because a lot of the kids are listening to their parents. The parents are the most, the biggest influence in their lives. So they're going to go back out there and they're going to be like, hey, you know, you're taking away my rights. You're taking away my freedoms. There's plenty of kids out there that are going to repeat what they hear from home. Yeah. So then you're going to have all this BS going on. Then there's going to be, oh my God, I can see protests going on inside of schools. I, I mean, it just... I can see the start of some terrible, terrible stuff. And real quick, let me answer this question because uh, MB just asked a question. Um, I'm finding it real quick. He says, can you guys in the USA get a test real easy? Yes. Nowadays we can. Now we can. But there was a good moment there where tests were running out. I went and got tested last week. I came out negative. I'm fine. But at the same time, a lot of places still have a three to four day wait. There are some places in the U.S. where you can go and get same day results. So it does exist, but you have to go and find them. 
you really have to find it. I went there. It took me four hours to finally get tested. And it took another hour to find out the like to get my results, you know. And so I highly recommend any person that's out there that either has been around people or has been around somebody who has contracted it or has been traveling a lot or any of those things to go get tested, you know? So, I mean, I highly recommend that. So yes, in you, in the U S you can get tests now yeah, for sure. Now they need, we need to look at the reality of it all right now and look at down. We got to look down the barrel of this gun that we are basically standing in front of still to this day. And the, it's called the coronavirus. OK, double barrel shotgun straight to the face. And we keep on trying to find ways to get around it. The thing is, is that we got to figure out what we need to do so that we can put that situation to bed. And. Us being so, uh, the country being so hell-bent on trying to get kids back into school is not going to solve anything. Maybe we eradicate what's going on first before we start putting kids back in school. Because I guarantee you, those schools are going to be petri dishes. Those schools are going to be ground zero real quick. We talked about this yesterday. Even a Planet Fitness had to tell 205 People that went into that gym that day that they had to go and self-quarantine because there was somebody that actually had the COVID, walked in there and worked out. Come on, y'all. So imagine that with school. They're going to do that every single time somebody contracts the COVID. Kids are not going to even be able to learn not a damn thing. They'll be too busy on and off and on and off and on and off. Do they have it? Do they not have it? Do they have it? Do they not have it? That's insane. I just, you know, I mean, I think it, it seems insane to send kids back to school now because, you know, new cases are surging. But had we been responsible and people acted like adults about this very adult situation that's going on right now, had people taken it seriously and listen to scientists instead of charlatan politicians, then we probably would be able to send kids back to school and not really have to worry too much about it. I imagine most schools over in Europe where they've taken it seriously, you know, I, I imagine there isn't quite, I mean, there's probably right. still anxiety about sending kids back to school, but not like there is here because there's this unique strain of American ignorance, this, you know, don't tread on me mentality that extends to wearing a mask of all things, you know, it's, it's just Americans just shooting themselves in the foot, making things much harder than they need to be yeah. by their own stubbornness and stupidity. Yeah. I, that's, that's why I just don't get me wrong. I want the country to be open so badly. You have no idea. I want this country open so bad. I just want life to get back to normal to a, or at least some semblance of normalcy. I would love to have things go back to normal, but at the same time, I'm worried about the children because no matter what the, those kids go back to school, they go run around. They, 
They bring that stuff back home to the parents. The parents are going to work. You know, because if the schools are open, then that means work should be open too. Right? So then they're going out. Those kids are coming back with the COVID. The COVID's going to the parents. The parents are going out to work. They're giving the COVID to their coworkers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's, it's something that we don't need to be doing. And then the other thing is, is like what Shanique was saying on here, you know, um, the president don't, doesn't wear his mask. He's not, he's not willing to wear a mask. So if he's not implementing it, then everybody else who's watching that and is a Trump supporter is sitting there going, yes, we agree. You know, F everybody else. I'm going to do me because how dare you tell me what to do? This is America. I got my freedoms and I got my rights. And then the saga just keep, like I said, it's a broken record and we're back at Groundhog's Day. You know what I mean? Put your little hand in mine. Boop. Are you serious? We're back here again. You like what I did there, Tom? <laughs> I did. <laughs> thank I you. Did. Thank you. You must be proud. I'm so thank you. Thank you. But anyway, I'm, you see what I'm saying? Movie. It's a great movie. But we don't need it in real life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? The writer of that movie taught at my college for a little bit. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Random left turn sto- left turn knowledge, <laughs> but that's good. You know what I mean? But, but I, yeah. Go ahead. This, Go ahead, Mike. Well, we were, I mean, but we were talking yesterday. I mean, it is important to get kids back to school. And, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics was saying that, you know, a lot of times in uh, cases of abuse and neglect, teachers are the first line of defense against that. They'll notice a kid isn't acting properly or, you know, whatever. They, they, they aren't able to observe the children if the children are being taught from home. They aren't able to see that. So, uh, you know. When you got kids that are stuck at home, they may be stuck there with abusive parents, you know, whether physically or sexually. Yeah. Uh, when these kids are outside of school for that long, they may turn to drugs. They may become depressed because they aren't around their friends. That's true, too. Um, Mental there, health is a big thing. There are a ton thing. of reasons why kids should go back to school. Yeah. And, and we should be able to send them back to school. The risk should be, at this point, low enough that it's a risk, but not, you know, a terrible one. But since nobody's doing anything to stop the spread, well, not nobody, but since so many people in this country are taking no precautions about this at all and are just going about their lives like nothing's going on, we can't do that because cases are skyrocketing because of people's ignorance. Yeah, it's very, it's, uh, you know, that's why it's very frustrating to me when people start, like when people come onto the show or just in life in general, and they get so hell-bent on, they get into their feelings rather than looking into what's the, the facts that are being laid out in front of us. And don't get me wrong, I totally understand like what you just said, like without them being able to go to schools, without them being able to interact with other people, yes, a lot of things, an onslaught of things could just be, could oh, a tidal wave of stuff can happen. There's cabin, let's throw in cabin fever in there as well. There's an onset, you can get an onset of agoraphobia as well. Let's not forget that as well, because there are people who are going to be there, out there, that are going to get so scared of going out, even just going outside, or even having human interaction, because they're scared of contracting the COVID. You see what I'm saying? Because they have to stay home and do school or do everything from home. That the idea 
the, even the idea of stepping out their front door could be the most terrifying feeling in the world. And we don't want to implement that. You know, we don't want to instill those things into our children. Of course not. But unfortunately, the numbers are going. And there are more and more people getting sick. We thought that, hey, the summer is going to solve everything. The summer is going to make everything be all right. You know, the, the, the sun and the heat and all that's going to eradicate this thing. Hail to the no, it didn't. No. Didn't do a damn thing. Oh, UV light and the, the, the heat and the sun and the men and the men and the not a damn thing. No. We are still we, at square you know, they, one. They don't have a lot of sunlight in Arizona where that, cases are skyrocketing right now. Not, all, not at Arizona's all. not really known for their heat or sun. No, there's no heat. There's no sun. You know, it's really yeah. snowy over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. It looks like Mars for crying out loud, <laughs> Arizona. It's a hellscape. I, I can't it, imagine anyone wanting to live in. And this, it, oh, it's it's terrible, and yeah. it's still thriving to the point where Arizona is going to be shutting their doors. California, same thing. Yes, they have multiple different uh, climates there. It's a, a very large state, but at the same time, shoot, man, they're going to start shutting the doors too. And we all thought the summer was going to come in and go. Poof, you know, destroy this ish. Um, Enemy Nation just asked a question real quick before we, we leave the show. I, I think this is a good question. And Tom, so I'm going to throw this to you. OK, um, he says, please tell us what percentage of population has died because of covid. Now, Enemy Nation, my question is to you. Uh, you're talking about the population of the world or are you talking about the population percentage of the U.S. of A.? Those are two different questions. So definitely let me know uh, before we go into a deep dive. You know what I mean? I'm doing some math. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. No, no worries, man. No worries. Get that taken care of. No worries. Because it, it's not going to be a big percentage. I mean, it's not of gonna, people that yeah, have died. It's not going to be huge. But at the same time, it is something that people are getting sick from, you know, and I know I already know. I already know where enemy nations going. You know what I mean? I'm picking <laughs> up what he's putting down. That's why I'm asking those questions, worldwide or USA. Then also at the same time, you got to remember, yes, I understand that the flu, we're going to compare it to the flu and all that. I get that. But I'm saying this is something that people are still getting. People are still getting it even during this time. There's still a flu season, and then people get sick during that time. A vast majority of people get sick during that time, and then it dies out because it dies out because of heat, sun, etc. right? Change in temper temperature, you know? The, the flu virus dies because of heat, sun, all that. Coronavirus don't. People are still getting it. You know, people, there are people, there are reports of people actually getting it again. That they have gotten it before and they're getting it again. That's nuts. That's nuts. But go ahead, Tom. Yeah, well, the total number of, as a percentage, the people that have died of COVID so far, and I keep in mind, this has only been around for, what, six months, uh, is four one-hundredths of a percent of the population of the United States has died of COVID. So oh, it's small. Okay. It's okay. 0.04% of the population. 0.04. Okay. 0.04% of the population. Of America. Of America. Okay. Because uh, I had Tan Tanovane just said it's roughly 0.3%. Of yeah. Americans, 0.3. We have 0.04. I don't know if that's right. 
No, not you. I don't I'm know. Talking about, I'm talking about Tampa Bay. I, I saw where it was no. 129,000 people had died out of right. the U.S. population. I ran that math. It came out to 0.039%. Yeah. I wasn't talking about you, Tom. I was talking about Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't know if his math was complete. There we go. He said a 0.03, I mean. Okay, so here it is. I understand that it's not like some vast, large amount of people that have died, but there are people who are still contracting it. You see what I'm saying? People are still getting it. People are still getting sick. Yeah, there might not be as many deaths now uh, because I feel like people have figured out, science, doctors have figured out how to deal with this. Also, it's also dropping uh, the demographics. It's not going to 70-year-old men and women right now. It's going to the people who are in their 30s, 20s, teens, Low, you know, it's like it's it's getting to the youths, the youths, yeah. you know what I mean? As uh, my cousin Vinny would say, you know, yes. these two youths, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's getting down there, y'all. So, I mean, the thing is, is it, it, I get it that, uh, it, you know, the numbers, you know, we can go numbers all day long, but it is something yeah. that people are still pe- people are still getting, you know, and to right now, even during summertime, which we all expected Come summertime, we're going to be fine. It's like flu season, y'all. You know, we're going we're gonna to treat it just like the flu, but it ain't the flu. It's a totally different strand. Yeah. And I also want to point out, okay, sure, it's 0.04% of the population has died from this. Yeah. That doesn't take away from the fact that it's 129,000 people have died from a preventable disease. Yeah. It's like almost 130,000 people. How many people died on 9-11? Like, what, four or 5,000? This is 130,000 people have died. Yeah. It's nothing to sneeze at. As a percentage, Don't, small, don't sneeze at it, But there it, are 130,000 people that have lost, you know, there are 130,000 people who were somebody's, you know, father or mother or son or Absolutely. daughter or brother. This is 130,000 people. We're, we're just going to sneeze at that and say, oh, oh, that's, that's, that's nothing. That's a huge number. Yeah, it's a very huge number. And like I said, I mean, yeah, if you take it as a percentage of population, you can make it look like not much. But 130,000 people is a lot of people by any any measurement. Here it is. If it gets to the point, if it turned into the point where people, where states are actually shutting things down, that says something. When Europe actually shuts down a a U.S. travel ban, not allowing uh, Americans to fly into Europe right now, that says something. There's a lot of things that are being, there's a lot of things that are happening right now that show that this is something like really serious. Whether it, whether you get the corona and you get through it. Jump back and kiss yourself 17 times because you are one lucky son of a gun. You know, there's still people that are dying from it right now to this day. Young people and old. So, you know, as much as we can sit here and argue about, oh, the you know, flu, it's, you know, flu numbers to Corona numbers. I get that. But at the same time, like. I think that, you know, it, I think that it's, it, it is a disease that we don't, it is a, a virus that we don't understand fully yet. And so, yes, of course, there's, there's caution. Of course, there's people wanting to pump the brakes. And I'll tell you this to anybody that's watching this show right now, whether you agree with the numbers or not, you're not going to sit there and let your child go out to, to, uh, to school in a, a, in, in a virus ridden place. You're going to want to make sure your kids are okay. 
you're going to want to make sure that your kids are in, are in, in, in uh, out of harm's way, regardless of numbers, regardless of statistics. That's all, you know? But anyway, we yeah, have to I get mean, going. Okay, go I mean, ahead. I mean, again, I just want to point out, 130,000 people is a, yeah, I almost cursed, is, is a lot of the crap load of people. Right. 58,000 Americans died in the Vietnam War. That was a 10-year-long war. We're six months into this, and more than twice as many people have died already. This is... This isn't anything to sneeze at. I was going to say this. It, is... It's insulting to the families that have lost people through COVID. Yeah. 128,000 families that have have lost people to this. Yeah. I think it's insensitive to sneeze at that. Yeah. But... Uh, or Actually, in this case, you can't really sneeze at it because then people start covering in fear. <sighs> right. So you don't want to sneeze at it. But <laughs> yeah. we, we, we get what you're saying. Here it is. Um, you know, uh, the thing is, is that what Tom just said, I'm just going to piggyback off of that. The numbers, yes, we can talk about numbers all day long, but it is something that we still don't understand. And we have to let it, we have to look at the, we have to look at the cases and look at the, the situation that we're in right now. There is no vaccinations for it. There is a vaccination for, for flu, uh, for flu strands, not all of them, but there's still our vaccinations out there for those things. We don't have anything for this thing. We still don't know. Uh, you, you know, we're still learning about this thing. It, it is a weird, crazy, crazy virus that we're still trying to get a grasp on. And so, of course, what happens when you don't know something or do you, you have something that you don't understand? A lot of fear happens, understandably. And I think that we need to start acting accordingly in regards to how we approach this particular virus. We shouldn't have opened the, the country as quickly as we did. I understand it's summer, but I think we should have pumped the brakes and waited for a little bit before we actually dove all the way in. But now we're getting we're suffering from the repercussions of the decisions that we made earlier this month. So anyway, I, I, I still I, see people in the chat that are talking about. You know, oh, well, there's this many people die from medical malpractice or die from non-COVID diseases. Right, right, right. And, and the, but here's, here's, no, let me finish my thought. Okay. Here's the thing. The COVID deaths are preventable. We know how to prevent this and assholes are out there going out with no mask, pretending like nothing's wrong. Uh, this is, this isn't like, oh, this is, we're just going to accept this as a new 130,000 people that die every six months. No, this is something we can prevent, something we can shut down. But we're not doing it because we're ignorant, stupid Americans embarrassing ourselves on the national stage again. Totally agree. We're going to get going. Tom, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, we will continue this conversation, obviously, as, as, as we go tomorrow, we'll be back on 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and commenting down below. If you haven't done it yet, hit that like button down below. And of course, crush that subscribe button. We got to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And we'll see you later on today at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.